expect anything different? Racco, you've got Tiger for 18 holes tomorrow. Welcome to Little Birdie's US Open Golf Major Podcast. I'm your host, Scoot. I'm joined by MG in studio. Thanks, Nico. Glad to be here. We've got an all-star cast today. Should be good. It's going to be great stuff. We've got uh, Mike Dogger-Caretti fresh off uh, tipping up Cameron Triangle at 101 to be first-round leader only for Cam to just choke it up. And now uh, we've got big daddy Adam Fraser. You guys will know all about him. He's been with us for two seasons of Little Birdie. He's one of our regulars. And uh, big daddy found Brooks Kepka at $51 only to be bloused by Phil Mickelson. How are you, Fraser? Yeah, I'm good, mate. I was a little bit comatosed after that, but uh, ready to go again. Uh, punters have to be resilient, and there's no one more resilient than our top rope Tadeshi, fresh off a Garrick Higo fill-up. And top rope was a uh, is a steadier for me. I was all over Brooks, thanks to Big Daddy early, and I uh, I turned to top rope and said, mate, what do I do coming into the last round here at the PGA Championship? And he said, mate, you have to be on Phil. You need to cover up there. And so I did, and it was uh, it was an easy watch coming into that final round. But it's going to be a great show today. We'll try and keep it short, sharp, and sweet here. There's been a bit of a pattern for US Golf Open winners, and uh, it's really hard to find winners outside the market. So it may be a tournament for shorties. And uh, these guys may just discredit that statement and they may go wide of the favourites here. But I'm not sure how they're going to play it, but it's down at Torrey Pines, which is home of Xander and Phil. It'd be amazing to see Lefty uh, bob up again at 80-1. to He's a little birdie hall of famer. We love Lefty. And uh, it'd be great to see the action all weekend. It ties in with Royal Ascot. I tell you what, it's just been a fantastic month of sport in June. So uh, let's start betting here. I think uh, the... the res- Defending championship, defending champion is uh, Bryson DeChambeau, and take us through uh, the top of the market. Odds courtesy of Top Sport, please. MG. Yeah, we've got uh, John Rahm, the uh, COVID uh, victim from a couple of weeks ago. Performance gets, enhancing. Performance enhancing. Yeah, he's been uh, obviously well backed. He is a clear favourite at ten dollars with Top Sports. Uh, DeChambeau, the defending champ, as you said, eighteen dollars. He's on the same line as uh, Dustin Johnson. Then we've got uh, two-time winner Kepka at nineteen dollars. Uh, Jordan Spieth at twenty-one. He's on the same line with Rory McIlroy and your tip, Big Xander Shuffle. Uh, and then on the next line we've got Morikawa at twenty-three dollars with JT Justin Thomas. And then we're out to both Cantlay and Patrick Reed at twenty-six dollars. So we've got all Americans bar two on the leaderboard. Mm, we might go to Dogger first. He's uh, he's a big wind man. He knows all about how the wind's going to blow. And can you give us a little bit of a course profile for Torrey Pines? Yep, sure. Uh, so yeah, down in La Jolla, down in San Diego. So very very long course. Uh, they play there every year on the PGA Tour. So it's home of the Farmers Insurance. Uh, that's played in Jan. So for them, that's going to be a pretty different than we expected to play this week's this week with it being pretty sunny and it's going to play hard and fast. So you in January, you're getting the ball not running out as much, whereas this week you expect it to be hitting the fairways and, and jumping, kicking on. Uh, and as you'd expect for a US Open, they're going to have the rough up. They're going to have uh, they're going to have the greens rolling pretty slick. Uh, the the uh, ex- expectation from the super uh, superintendent there is going to be from. The rough's going to be a bit choppy, so they're expecting the lies to be a bit up and down. So it sounds like they might be getting a few lottery lies. Uh, and then for the greens, it's power. So you're going to be putting on something that's going to be pretty pretty flat and a bit like a billiard table early, and then it's sort of going to deteriorate a little bit throughout the day. So um, 
yeah, with spike marks and everything else being able to be tapped down, there's not much you can do to sort of make it any better than what you're going to see. So it could be interesting to see how they go. Big Daddy, uh, you found Morikawa, who should be suited to this sort of grass setup. He was good, I think it was at Harding Park last year. And there's been some talk, Big Daddy, that uh, a lot of these Californian golfers have got a good edge. Would you agree with that phrase? Absolutely. Yeah, so the grass they're playing on um, is a Kaikuya mixed with rye. And um, the guys that generally play on that a lot are very familiar with that. So... Uh, they can tend to do quite well. So we saw that uh, Cameron Champ and Morikawa were in contention last year and um, on the West Coast for the PGA Championship, and Morikawa went on to win. I I actually really like Morikawa for this event, um, not just because of that. I I really like him, one, because he's a Californian. He's, he knows the area very well. But it's going to be very important this week to hit a lot of fairways. And Kaiku is a grass that, when you get in the rough, it doesn't have to be overly long to cause absolute nightmares. It's a very sticky grass um, and it can catch the club. It's very hard to keep a square club face through impact through that sort of grass in the rough. So the rough is somewhere where you do not want to be this week. And Morikawa is 12th in driving accuracy. So it's, it's vital that you hit a lot of fairways this week. And the way he's been playing, I mean, he... He's a winner this season. Uh, he was top 10 at the PGA Championship. He's got one of the hottest stroke averages on tour. He's in great form. Uh, he was second last week. It, he just ticks so many boxes for me uh, this week around a course that he knows very, very well. Um, and he's familiar with the grass as well. So he's he's a big plus this week for me. Mm. What about you, Top Rope Tedeschi? Can you forgive him? I think you were on him last time when he choked. Uh, did, he, did he choke? <laughs> he, he did choke, but I'm actually going with uh, another Californian who beat him that day, uh, Patrick Camley, who I think is uh, primed to, to, to really do well here. I, I, yeah, US Open of late has very much become a, a, a young player's game. Uh, yeah, you kind of, I think over the last decade, everyone's been 32 and under who have won. You've kind of seen Americans kind of dominate dominate the event. I think you do have to you do have to be strong off the tee, whether that is you know a bomber with distance who'll be hitting out of rough but a lot closer, like a Bryson, or someone who can kind of mix it up like uh, like Cantlay. Uh, so I think his profile is really good. He's won two, you know, he hasn't won a major, but he's won two pretty big P, regular PGA Tour events this year, and then the Memorial and, and the Zozo. Makes fifteenth in strokes stand off the tee. Uh, I think another key here is you. You have to be good around the greens. You, you, know, you are going to miss greens. You've got to be good around them. He ranks second in scrambling and fourth in bogey avoidance. So they're two kind of key areas that, that I'll be looking at. So uh, Patrick Cantlay for me, I think, is another Californian that I think is going to perform very, very well this week. And then what about your lay? So Cantlay's your tip. And then uh, who are you potting in the top of the market? I've got to pot Jordan Spieth. I, I yeah, still can't believe his price at this. I, I, he's... He's probably got a little bit more wayward since he had that hot run of form there for a little bit. Uh, I can't believe he's $20. I think he's, you know, in the market, $22, $22. I think he should be around the 50 to 1 quote. You know, he is uh, not that – I don't think he's going to be that well suited to, to Tory. I don't think the length's going to do any favours there. Uh, I think he's going to find himself in a lot of bad spots. I just can't see him putting together for four rounds at the price. I'd be laying Jordan.
And what about you, Dogger? I think you were pretty savage on uh, Dustin Johnson last time. You said he couldn't win and it was a good lay there. But uh, who's your best back and then who's your best lay, Dogger? Yeah, I'm with top rope. I've, I've got uh, Cantlay on top this week. Uh, pretty similar thought process. I think scrambling's key at the US Open. He's ranked number two. He, he ranks top 15 in, uh, in off the tee and in his ball striking stats. Uh, I think he, he hits it certainly long enough. Uh, I, I put him on top for me. And I actually think he should have been. I think his price is great. I think I think I would have expected him to be shorter, and especially after he won uh, last start. Even though uh, John Rahm gifted it, but I, I still thought he'd be a lot shorter. But he seems to have blown a little bit this week in the market. Um, and for the lay, I'm going to go with Justin Thomas. Uh, he's only had one one um, top ten since he won the, the players, and he's just not not going as well as I'd like to see. Uh, he's all-round stats that sort of line up here, you know, just around the mark, but someone right up towards the pointy end is the one that I'd, I'd probably uh, be looking to put a line through. Mm. And um, I'm just having a look at uh, Big Daddy's golf ratings and he's got uh, Justin Thomas well out of his uh, market predictions here. They're well out of the top 10, so I think uh, he could be on the right track there, Dogger. So uh, Big Daddy, is, is Morikawa, I guess, your top tip out of the top of the market? At this uh, stage? Yes, there's yes, Morikawa is um, of the top players. He he would be um, one of my overs that I definitely want to be backing and having something on. Uh, in terms of a lay, I don't fancy Rory for top five. He's he's 173rd in fairways hit. He's he's four, even though he won recently, his form's very very up and down, very inconsistent. Uh, DJ's not there as well. He, he did kind of show forms, uh, form recently. But, I mean, Rory's just not – for me, he's not there. So I, I, they've still got him short in the market, and I think he's he's a value lay, uh, and especially being fairly wild off the tee. Mm, it, uh, it was an interesting one. Abraham answer roared home in the PGA Championship, and I noticed he's very short odds on your model. You give him another chance uh, for this major, Big Daddy? I do. I give Louis Oosthausen a chance. Um, Abraham's a little small, sort of specky, sort of roughy bet. Uh, and there's a few of those this week. I think it, there's some value. It, a golf tournament's got 156 players, so there's nothing wrong pre-tournament, with, you know, if you want to, having quite a few bets. You know, like with a horse race, you might have 10 runners, so you might have one or two bets in a race. Um, but golf tournament, you can have a lot more because there's 156 players and you can get better odds. Uh, and there's quite a few of those this week with sort of the Abraham answer, the Will Zalatoris, Corey Connors, Jochen Newman, those sort of players that are, that are, in my opinion, are sort of well over the odds. But, you know, Louis Oosthausen played very, very well at the last major, just recently the Phil one. Uh, he's had two seconds in the last four starts and an eighth. He, had, he finished 18th at the Memorial last week. He's playing very well. He can handle major pressure. Uh, and he's and he's fairly strong off the tee, and he's grown up playing on this sort of grass in South Africa, the Kaiku grass, which is very common over there, and it's also common in Australia. But Louis a little specky for me at the odds. Um, he comes in as an over. Victor Hovland, um, he's had two top threes in the last four starts. He's he's fairly strong in accuracy off the tee, which is important. Uh, so they're kind of the players. Uh, I, Webb Simpson just darts it off the tee. He's he's right up there. I mean, he's one of the Australian hitters on tour, uh, but he he's very consistent. But he hasn't been scintillating form. He, he's he's just one of those players that sort of 
thereabouts every week. He's not really on fire, but he's consistent. So he might be a play for sort of a top 20 or something like that. Uh, but answers answers very strong off the tee. You've got to consider him. Uh, has he contended majors yet? Not really, no. We haven't seen it. So he's hard to sort of launch it at the odds, but you could have a small specky on for sure. What about you, Top Rope Tedeschi? You're famous for your 300 and 500 to 1 bolters. Who's your uh, best of the roughies? Uh, I completely agree with Webb. I think the harder the conditions get, the better he's suited. I, I agree with everything uh, Fraser said that you want he, he is not someone who's going to kind of come out and blast away with the tournament. But if, if you know, kind of two under, three under is a winning score, he's not going to throw away his tournament with a 75 either. You know, he, he leads the tour in scrambling, he leads the tour in bogey avoidance. So he's, he's right up there for me. Uh, a couple others I like at, at, at decent prices. Uh, uh, I like uh, Tyrrell Hatton. Uh, I know he just got married, so there's been a bit of a distraction there. Probably form dipped off a little bit, but uh, very good around the green, very good ball striker. So uh, I fancy he will do pretty well here. Uh, and a couple of uh, triple figure odds. Uh, not this afternoon, Christian Bezaiden, who uh, I think you get $126 of him at Top Sport. Uh, mm. Ranked second on the European Tour in scrambling, eighth in strokes gained approach, and sixth on the PGA Tour in strokes gained putting. So uh, he has a the, the short game there and the ball striking to, to compete here. And, and like Fray said, grew up on the Kikuya, you know, common Kikuya grass that's uh, in, in South Africa. And one at, uh, at a big, big price, uh, Robert McIntyre. Uh, he's pretty wild, but he's played five majors. He's finished top 12 in two of them. Uh, European Tour, fourth in scrambling, seventh in greens in rig, eighth in strokes and off the tee. That's the kind of profile I kind of want to see for for an event like this, uh, is inconsistent, but you're getting a good price for him, so we'd be more than happy to back him to kind of, yeah, top 20, top 40. Mm, well over 200 to 1, the Scott in that market. What about you, Dogger? We'll go uh, best roughy, and then we might have a look at the first round leader market. Yeah, for sure. So, mid range, uh, the two that I really like are Scheffler and Casey, probably in particular Scheffler. Um, probably a bit of a, uh, uh, could, be a could be a bit of, um, comeback from him last year he was going pretty hot into the US Open and and had to withdraw with COVID so he's come back this year and he's obviously got a start he's finished 19th in DJ's Masters 18th in Hideki's and then 8th at the PGA 3rd at the Memorial Um, a lot of good stats there that stack up pretty well around that $46 and best roughie for me a tricky one I'm going with Ryan Palmer he's 176 to 1 Uh, he's 50th in scrambling, around 50th and 34th in strokes gained off the tee. His last, so he's had two second place finishes at Torrey Pines. I know that, that the course will play a little bit differently. Just listening to the uh, course superintendent this week talk, I think uh, the Jason Day's win in 2018 is what they're going to see a little bit something similar to that. He was second that year. So he's someone at, at a pretty, pretty big price uh, that I expect to go pretty well. Mm. And then uh, what about the first round leader? This is where you sort of specialise, Dogger. This is your little sweet spot here. <sighs> yep. So it's a lottery, which is always always good for the punters. Uh, for <laughs> me, look, realistically, I'm looking at a couple of different things. I look at the last three years, how they've gone in their round one averages, uh, round one scoring averages. Then I sort of extrapolate that out and then have a look at who's playing in the morning. I'm pretty keen on someone who's going to get on the power early and, and get the best of the greens. So for me, my number one pick is uh, Jason Kokrak. He's around 60 to 1. Uh, and then after that, I'm going to probably stick more with the guys that are a little playing a bit later um, but have just shown that over, over time they're just 
super super starters. So that'd be John Rahm and Patrick Reed. Mm, okay, they're both yeah. you know shorter in the market. Rahm's favoured around nineteen dollars, and then uh, Reed at thirty four. Mm, and Kokrak's been uh, incinerating form as well recently. He yep. was challenging in the USPGA, and I think he came out and won since then. So definitely around the mark. Is there, have you had a chance to have a look at uh, the tournament head-to-heads? And I don't want to give away too much of your set, Big Daddy. You can subscribe for, uh, I think, what is it, uh, $11 or t- what is it, $22 uh, for the major or you can get both of them uh, for the including the British Open for $35 so it's $22 if you want Big Daddy's action that's the pre-tournament uh, model and then he's all his head-to-head action but uh, is there one little match-up for the punters at home Big Daddy that uh, that you're keen on here have you found a little chink in someone yeah and just touching just on that the, the sort of best roughies um, just a guy just to consider just for a small play is a guy called Sam Burns Sam Burns has had a win, a second, and a fourth in his last four starts. <laughs> so at 110 to one, I think we'd be crazy enough just to throw something real small. And I mean, he's, he looks like he's a guy just on current form that could go and sneak up and get in contention. I think he's a little bit wayward off the tee, but the form he's been in recently, I, I, he seems big odds. Mm. Um, in the match bets, I think Ram will beat Rory. I think Rory's out of form, um, so I'm pretty keen there. And I think Louis Oosthuizen will beat Matt Fitzpatrick in a head-to-head. I'm, I'm quite keen on those two match bets. Mm, it's a good uh, good little value there. All right, uh, any other oh, – Marcus? Yeah, I was just going to ask the boys, um, moving on to the top Aussies, how do you see the, uh, the local lads going? I see we're a fair way down the market with uh, – Smith and Scott, uh, any top Aussies or any of them that you think uh, will give a good each-way sight? Uh, Mark Leishman, for me, is not playing good enough. Uh, he does tend to play okay in the bigger tournaments like the majors. He can pop up. Cam Smith, to me, looks like he's the right price. Uh, he's, he's fairly close to the correct odds. Um, he, he, I can't back him because he's the right odds. But um, there's no reason why he couldn't sort of pop up and have a decent tournament. Yeah. Top rope? Yeah, don't mind Mark Leishman for the top Aussie, but not a lot of interest in the one. Just, he's got a great record in, in, in majors and plays the US Open pretty well. Former winner uh, in the Farmers Insurance here. So uh, slightly in that way. Uh, at a price, I think Matt Jones can pop up as well. He's playing pretty good golf at the moment. Had a win earlier in the year. So, uh, yeah. Probably Mark Leach from top selection there without a lot of confidence. Matt Jones for the value. Dogger? Yeah, top rope's been certainly looking at my notes, so I'd <laughs> probably cross, cross all three tips here. I think Cam Smith should take it. I think Leach has got great uh, form at Tory, but if I was going to have a bet, I'd probably have a little spec bet on Matty Jones. What about uh, any of the other peripheral markets? Is there any chinks in any of the top national markets or top 20s? Have you found a, a blatant error? It sounds like you're all, all against uh, McElroy. But is there anything else that just sort of sticks uh, out? Did, is that for me, Skip? Did you say that? Uh, yeah, you or Dogger might, uh, might have sniffed out a bit of a, a chink in another yeah. market. Take I, it I away for us. Like, I like personally, I like keep. To keep backing, if the odds are correct, I like to keep following Webb Simpson for top 20s because he just has so many of them. Mm. Uh, he seems valued around sort of that 270 to $3 mark for a top 20. If you go back and have a look through all his stats for the year and all his performances, it's amazing how many times he seems to 
pop up and have a top 20 finish. And considering this, this tournament should really suit him. Um, if there's ever going to be a tournament that, you know, suits a player, Webb Simpson, this, this should be right up his sort of list. So, yeah. Two dollars sixty-three at Top Sport, and I've just uh, I've a little sneaky two hundred dollars on uh, Xander to finish top five at four fifty, which could be a, a good bet there, Dogger. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I think I'm probably going to lean a little bit to Big Daddy's tip earlier on for for someone for top ten, top twenty. And that's Abe Answer. I think six bucks for top ten and two forty for top twenty. Uh, the only thing going against him is is his length off the tee. He's ranked one hundred and fiftieth. 55th in driving distance, but other than that, everything else stacks up. So with a bit of run in the fairways, uh, that, that one looks like good odds for me. God, it's a boring show. Everyone just agreeing with each other. Well, makes it easy to bet. <laughs> just an absolute chips-in job. Yeah, no, it's good. There'll be, uh, there'll be plenty of opportunities to bet. Make sure uh, you check out the Little Birdie Shop and get Big Daddy stuff. We'll reduce the price as the tournament sort of wears on. So even if you miss uh, the off, tune in uh, for rounds two, three, and four. And uh, Big Daddy does a lot of his uh, tournament betting after they've uh, jumped. So there'll be a little bit of action early in their tournament uh, bets. And there'll be lots of action on all the uh, head-to-head matchups, the top 20. So he plays around the peripheral markets early. And then as the tournament goes on, the pitcher becomes comes clearer and it's easier for him to trade and play in runs. So make sure you check out little bird, uh, Big Daddy's stuff in the Little Birdie shop. I've got there eventually. But uh, big thanks to you, Top Rope. I'm sure you'll uh, be betting in the ladies' golf as well. Have you got a, uh, a sly tip in the women's golf out wide for us? Question we haven't got notice? that this week, Steve. <laughs> Too much going on. <laughs> big Daddy, good luck over the weekend and a big thanks to you too, Dogger, on uh, your second one in. And uh, we just got to get you in the studio, Dogger. You just let me know and I'll be there. <laughs> he's uh, he's upgraded the set. He must be absolutely killing him. But uh, that's enough for us. Uh, you got a mug tip for us, Marcos? No, I don't. No, follow I'm the balls in? Yeah, just going to stick with the strength. <laughs> I've, uh, I've taken a lot of <laughs> lot of notes during the show uh, and we'll work them out and they'll go into a few moldies during the week for sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, yeah, it's definitely uh, bet against Spieth and Rory. There's a bit of a tip for Xander Sh- uh, Shuflate. Uh, Abraham answer is spec. Webb Simpson, the boys have all sort of lined up there. Patrick Cantlay is another one. And uh, Mara Cowart should be suited by the conditions. That's all from us. And uh, we'll catch you uh, next major. 